Here we are. It's episode 124. The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Need a show about outdoor living? This is where it's at. With your host, Shane Chapman and Wayne Lorette. Thank you for tuning in. Now let the show begin. Yeah, yeah. The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Let's go. Hello, friends of the deck world. Episode 124, Wade Shane Bryce. Woo, 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 woo. We need to all in favor of buying a new podcast intro. Aye. Aye. Okay, so it's done. Bryce. Oh, after I did all that work today <laughs> on the outro. <laughs> now that, what is this? What did you do? Oh, for oh, the love of God. I'm sorry. Um, so we need to add, now things. that now that Bryce <laughs> is part of the team formally, we need to get him into the intro. And we changed our website name, so now we have to fix that on the outro. Yeah. Shane's like, oh, let's change the website name. It's going to make everything so much easier. Yeah. Except Except all of the things we have to change. All the places that the old one was. That's okay. On our trucks. The letterhead. We have to get our trucks redone. All of it. Do it. It's, you know what? Short-term pain for long-term gain. You know know that, Bryce. That's that's what you live by at the gym, right? Short-term pain. Long term, do I look like I go to the gym? The door's too heavy, I can't open it. <laughs> we none of us are so motivated, so we brought the gym to us, and nobody still uses it. That's we right, put a gym in here, bow flex, bow flex. I don't think that we did that on purpose. That was Fraser needed that out of his garage, correct? <laughs> I thought I would use it, so he was like, Someday I will. Uh, he uses it though, Fraser uses occasionally. it occasionally. Here, we here should just take it. We should just tape weights to the ping pong paddles. I mean, yeah, that I would use that <laughs> for sure. Yep. So, but that corner is getting marginally more use than it was before when it was empty and there was nothing there. Yeah. It's just better at we collecting dust now. Yeah. Yeah, it's harder to clean now. You gotta go around <laughs> things. Anyway, um, congratulations to Simcoe Dex who on our little, uh, uh, what do you call this tool? This little ma- this little podcast management live streaming thing. You are considered our most engaged guest in the mm. in here right now. Most engaged. Good for you. You commented once, and that was all it took. That's all it took. So, ten. What's, uh, what's going on this week, boys? What you been doing? What you been, what you been up to? What you been up to? What have to? we been up to? We're getting locked down again. Yeah, in we're Regina. in Regina. Yeah, big lockdowns. A lot of COVID happening. All in the vid. All, all the variants of vid. All the vid. <laughs> we got all vid 19 here. Yeah, exactly. Brutal. All uh, of vid. Uh, variants is the theme of the week in the news this week, hey? We yeah. Just, like, I think we account for what, like? Eight, half the province is worth of COVID 80%. cases? Over half We're 80% province. of the province's COVID cases. Is it 80? That's what I heard. <laughs> I didn't look. And it's all variants. Because we're so international here, I think that's why, Right. We yeah. got a little bit of South Africa, a little bit of Brazil, That's right, a little, little bit, bit of the UK. Melting pot. We're a melting pot. <laughs> <laughs> Except they close our airport. The multiculturalism here is phenomenal. Doesn't matter. Close uh, now we've got a, we've got a, look at this. Look at the Instagram live here. We've got a competition now with people trying to win the top most engaged spot on here. Comment Mike Reasons more. is on there now. It's down to Simcoe Dex and Mike Reasons. Here we go. And the race is on in here. Okay, comes right in the back <laughs> Uh, but for real though, Wade, what do you, what's, uh, what do you do? What do you do, Wade? What do you do I, around uh, here? <laughs> what's your, uh, paid some bills. what's your role around here? I paid some bills today. I cleared off the credit cards. I did a few estimates. It's been busy around Called here. some customers. 
I don't know. Yesterday felt like it was just straight banana land in here. It was super busy yesterday. It's been pretty heavy in here lately. Yeah. So, do you, is is Mike? Does he? Uh, is he single? Nope. I don't think so. Do you think he's engaged right now? Like, is he laughing at the "I'm most engaged" because I I hope that's because he's been like engaged for four years and one of those guys <laughs> that won't just take the next step. I don't know that he's the most engaged. Um, yeah, it's been wildly busy. People Super keep, busy. Like. Like it feels like May in here right now. Yeah. And it's March. And so maybe March is a busy month in Phoenix, but it's not usually a busy month in Regina and Saskatoon. Yeah. It's usually still a lot of snow on the ground. It's just the mm-hmm. weather's been beautiful. The lumber prices are all over the map right now. So people are trying to beat the beat the increase. Mm-hmm. And um it's caused a bit of a bit of a frenzy. Yep. So not complaining because it's nice to finally have some uh cash flow this early in the season. So not complaining, but it definitely caught us off guard a little bit. Hence the pay in the credit card thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, so watch this. See, Mike Reasons says in the chat, he's like, you and Simcoe, you've had your own episode. Yeah. Now, wait for it. Three, two. Simcoe's about to tell him he's been on two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> because I just saw, this is funny. I saw a post the other day, I think it was on a Facebook group, and some guy was like, replied to Simcoe and was like, Great job on the podcast. It which, was really great. Which and, one? And Mike, Mike's like, oh, which one? And it's like, <laughs> the other one was a year and a half ago. Which one do you think? <laughs> the guy's like, well, sorry, I haven't had a chance to scroll back through the ball. So yeah. probably the one from just this week. <laughs> There's 124 of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, uh, what about you, Bryce, before we get on to it? What do you got? Like, what do you do? What do I do? I, here I and s- at home this week. I sit here and get IT questions all week. <laughs> right. <laughs> that used to be Shane. Yeah, it's been wonderful. <laughs> yeah. I'm, now I'm the, the firewall between the yeah. sales guys and yeah. Shane. See, and that's why you're the IT that's guy. Because you, you use words like firewall. <laughs> that means you are the IT guy. That's yeah. right. All the construction guys are like, what? You're like, you're two layers of five-eighths drywall? You're, what is it? <laughs> firewall? So... Yeah. Anyways, it's been a hairy week. It's been good. Um, the season's fully kicked off for us, which is fantastic. Yeah. It feels good to be back into it. Our and, Saskatoon uh, manager quit. Saskatoon manager was moving on. Moving on. Moved sideways on. or down. Moving on sideways <laughs> or down. Uh, <laughs> Move north. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's moving out of town. He's not moving up. He's moving from beautiful Saskatoon. Like, geographically, he's geographically. moving Geographically. But like, his work environment for sure is sideways or down. I don't know where he's going, but he's moving out of town to a small town. So yeah. that'll be a change of pace. But good for him. Yep. He's got some things going on in his life, which are good. So I Great. actually got moment of uselessness today. Good after it. Oh, good. Well, so you let's can, do that then. Let's do that. You guys ready? Mike's been engaged for a year, he says. So he is the most engaged. Funny. Okay, so today I have seven very funny news headlines that were actual news headlines. I'll decide if they're funny. Yeah, I was gonna say that's awfully okay. Well, reason of you, like, you guys, ready? Yeah. Here we go. Number one, World Bank says poor needs more money. <laughs> <laughs> Did I get you? Yeah, well, that was pretty funny. That's pretty good. <laughs> obvious, super obvious. Okay. Homeless survive winter. Now what? Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, they're still here. So that's number six. No, no, hold on, though. There's okay. not. There's more funniness to this that we haven't, you haven't said out loud. It's from Sacramento. Yes, yeah, from Sacramento. 
possibly oh not my. the coldest Oh my, they place. made it through 70 degree evenings. Like, <laughs> We should send them our homeless people. <laughs> right? Toughen them up a bit. Our homeless people have like inch thick layers of skin. Yeah, exactly. They're how gritty. Else, how else do you <laughs> Like, these guys now, are like, oh, I had a really rough night last night. Now what? Slurpee machine, bro. Now, now what? Now what? Yeah, like, what do you do with them? What do you now? do with them? Yeah, that's funny. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Number five. State population to double by 2040. Babies to blame. Babies are the worst. Babies are the worst. I right? don't think babies are what's doubling the population. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Could be a little, little bit of immigration. I think this one is also from Sacramento. <laughs> this article? Yeah. The babies? Yeah. yeah, the baby one. Yeah. Oh, that's a good article right there. Is this, can our people see these? Probably not. Yeah, yeah. they can. Yeah. Oh, they can. Yeah, they can. So where's this from? SPL latest something news, a whatever. Clydesdale. And the headline is by Scott McDermott. Good old Scotty. Somebody did a keyboard smash on that one. This is number four. Number three. That's pretty funny that that made it out. A nuclear explosion would be a disaster. You got to, you got to, we can't see this. It says a nuclear explosion would be. Oh, you can't see this. Yeah. Oh, that's right. A disaster. Would be a disaster. It would not be a, a Chernobyl-style explosion. <laughs> <laughs> that was from 2006. Most understated. We hate math, says 4 in 10, a majority <laughs> of Americans. <laughs> People in this country have a love-hate relationship with math. Uh, oh, good. Okay. That's not surprising. And no. number one, China may be using C to hide its submarines. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, too. Yeah, those are pretty good, Brace. So there you go. Where my, else would you hide? You know where the best place to hide a submarine would be? The desert. The desert. <laughs> Could you hide? Not a single person would look for it. <laughs> you no. want to find somebody's hidden submarines, you're not looking there. That's right. You'd look in the They're water. They're also not. Real sneaky. That's where you would start. <laughs> That's where you would start. You would the start looking in the you water. you would start would be the water. You would think, yeah. But, tell that to Pearl Harbor. Right, exactly. Like, they just came the way that they go. They just showed up. Are submarines useful? In the water. In the desert? How do you fire a torpedo? With the button. You just thump. you push a button. <laughs> Lands in front. Thump. And it just like drips out the <laughs> end of the chute into a small cloud of dust. Well, that's the moment of uselessness. Propeller okay. on the back, spinning away. A true yeah, moment. Just creating a windstorm. Okay. Uh, this episode brought to you by tuds.ca slash podshop. I felt the need to say it because it's right there on <laughs> the screen. You can get your uh, your the ultimate deck podcast gear. We've had some sales go through that thing. There's been some, there's gonna be some people night. repping Were two they, last night alone, eh? But I, then I thought maybe it was Pat and Matt. Pat I thought there were yard guys that ordered them. Yeah, who knows? John Dangerstein, uh, third most engaged, and Eric Teru. Because I lit up Matt the other day. I walked in the back and he's wearing some red hoodie. I was like, is it just that? Your ultimate deck shop hoodie isn't here yet. He was like, uh, I, I haven't ordered them. <gasps> he probably missed out on his 15%. Yeah. That ended yesterday. See? So Silly. depends. Yep. Uh, yeah, I didn't really, we told the guys there was a photographer coming in yesterday at 11 o'clock. We told everybody, be ready for photography day. And Matt shows up in a American Eagle hoodie, <laughs> whatever the hell it was. Nailed it. Uh, yeah. I got my fancy new yellow. You are bright. You're a hard to miss now. Bright Bryce, we call you. That's what, <laughs> that's my new name. My reason's different than Fraser's reason for right. calling you Bright Bryce. Fraser has a, has a little bit of an issue. Yeah. 
okay. Well, is get it time to, to get on with it? Here we go. Yep. Okay. How do we get these things back? I want to know what these things say. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, because we got new ones. Yeah. Yeah, we got to play with the buttons today. Uh, the topic today. Voyeurism. <clears throat> now you know. <laughs> it's amazing. We can now make people say things without them actually saying them. <laughs> yeah. So, Be voyeurism. Careful. No, uh, the topic today, like, I feel like we've beat this one up a bit lately, but it's all anybody's talking about. So, we'll talk about it some more. Mm-hmm. One more time. One more time. That and COVID. That and COVID. Mm-hmm. And then we'll, we'll, we'll not talk about this for a little bit. Yeah, because next week it'll be April. Yeah. <laughs> Story gets bad next week. What we're talking about today is the uh, theming topic of lumber prices and what in the world that all means. And so that's like, there we go. Western Lumber's in here. He's he's probably in here to try to get the down low. Maybe he doesn't know yet that <laughs> his prices have gone up. Did you see? He got, sure. a, he got a pallet of like just random things, tapes and adhesives and all kinds of stuff showed up. He was pumped. He posted a picture the other day. and was like, we finally have stuff to put on our shelves. <laughs> it's like yeah. everywhere, all things are like just out. They're just out of stuff. Yeah. Well, it's for us, it's, it's tricky right now because we're selling like mad. Like the, yeah. it's just going off the hook. We've never seen a March like this before. And, uh, I didn't plan for the material to be here yet. <laughs> like, yeah, we've got it all booked. It's all coming, but I didn't ask for it in February cause I didn't want to pay for it in March. So it's all coming end of March, early April, but like our sales are massive right now. And, pre-sold. Uh, pre-sold like, lumber. Shoot. It's good. Well, I'll deliver it for to you when we get it, I guess. Yeah. But no bigger topic right now than what's happening with lumber. So, yep. You know, we saw this start to happen last year. The increases were coming fast and furious last year, starting in the middle of the year. They climbed and climbed and climbed and then kind of flattened out at the end of the year. Like end of fall, winter, flattened out. There was a lot of people that speculated or, and this wasn't people in the industry. This was homeowners were wishful thinking that these prices would drop off and correct in the spring. Mm -hmm. And so there was a lot of people that waited thinking like, I'll wait out these these prices and I'll do it in the spring because I don't need my deck this winter anyway. So they waited and now that's probably who's all here scrambling trying to get it done. Was that a good idea? It was not a good idea. Well, that's not true. To buy it now, fine idea. Mm -hmm. Not saving anything, but... It was a little bit lower right now than it was in the fall of last year. Yeah, very marginally, like 5% maybe. Less than maybe some quotes that we've seen come back from like November-ish or whatever. Two bites, like a buck or two less than it was back then. But that's really only here. If you go anywhere else, it's already up massively. That mm. two by eight, same two by eight is $15 more to buy it at Home Depot right now. And so uh, mm-hmm. we've made the decision to hold our prices right now until April 1st and work through some of the material that we had in the ground. Uh, but most places have already gone up. Um, we're about to April 1st. We can't hold it any longer than that. And so now it's going from being you know 5% down to roughly 30% more on April 1st, or Mm -hmm. if you're looking at a box store somewhere. So that's a huge increase. That's a big increase. That's a lot of money. And so now we're seeing people scrambling to get their projects bought, paid for, and whatever before this March 31st slash April 1st deadline, which is like it's smart. The material you get in a week from now isn't any different than the stuff you get now. It's just more money. Why are the prices going up? 
Well, that's Brace, the question. If you head over to our blog article on tuds.ca. <laughs> so, I mean, there's a variety of things at play, but let's be honest. It's gone up because it can. It can. S- somebody's making some money. Mm. Is that it? The trees. That's it? Oh, okay. The trees are making more money. Good episode. <laughs> the, the long and short of it is supply and demand mm-hmm. at the at the very heart of it. What has caused the shortage? Well, there's a few reasons at play. Obviously, COVID last year, we've talked about this before. COVID last year caused a lot of issues and shutdowns and halting of of production of lumber. And that was what started this whole thing. Right. And then the surge, like I don't want, because we do have a blog article we've talked about before. If you want to yep. check out the detailed response, check out the blog article on a website. But, um, but the long and short of it is, supply was severely impacted by COVID shutdowns mm-hmm. and um, like complete shutdowns and then partial shutdowns and then blah, 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 blah. And then at the same time, demand for doing renovation projects surged last year at the mm-hmm. same time as, so it went both ways. Supply was lessened, demand was increased, created a big gap. And then also once they got going again, it was like, well, you're trying so hard to catch up. There's like overtime and mm-hmm. your production still not high enough to cover the difference. And then, I don't know. I don't know if there's such thing as a bidding war in this stuff kind of thing, but it was like not yeah. enough to go around. So some people were willing to pay whatever the hell they had to, to get material. Mm-hmm. And when you get people into a situation where they'll pay whatever the hell they have to, to get material, well, somebody somewhere is like, okay, well I could continue to sell this sheet of OSB at $15 or, or I could sell it for $28 auction it off. And then it and went then it flies 50. at 28 and then it's like 35 and then it's 43 and yep. then it's 55 and then, so there's some of that at play. I also read that they uh, they were hitting some quotas on forestation, deforestation quotas as well last year because oh. then they tried they had to ramp up supply so much and they've got, I don't know what the quotas are, but there's regulations that says you can't mm-hmm. chop down and take this many trees out of the forest in a given time period and they hit that. And mm-hmm. then so shut down again. <laughs> so multiple right. shutdowns last year. So that all played into it and has resulted in this like severe gap between supply and demand, which mm-hmm. is really driven prices north. So we've heard some like pretty big numbers and for the increase of supply or of demand from last year. Like they were saying like some of the composite deck board brands were saying like 60% increase in demand for projects. So yeah. we heard yesterday. The, yeah. So the, so significant increase. Like last year, they were talking about a 30% increase. Um, kind of like our buying group, which mm-hmm. is a Canadian-wide, uh, said there was a 30% surge. And so that's quite a bit, especially when demand or supply dropped off at the same time. So the gap is big. Um, it rolled, it scroll off the screen, but TC Dex says he waited a month for his $25,000 lumber package for his house. And by the time he got it, it turned into a $35,000 lumber package. So, uh, Welch789 says there's no lumber shortage. So Welch Welch 789, (laughs) I believe, is like our Welch that you know, Jordan. I believe that that's who you buy. Do you think that's him? I think that's who you buy your treated lumber from. Okay. He is our lumber supplier. You think that's him? I do think it's him. You think he's being a funny guy then, eh? He's a pretty funny guy. Okay. That's Uh, what I think. Yeah, I don't think it is because I think he's on Instagram as Jay Welch. I think. Well, let's look. (laughs) Uh, John Dangerstein, just, he, he's blaming it on the Russians, the Soviet spike, as he calls it. And what is Simcoe saying? So wait, they couldn't keep up with production, but they but they cut 
down so much they couldn't cut down anymore. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sim- sounds like Simcoe's been uh, hitting the happy hour. <laughs> Welch789 said, yep. Jordan. Yeah, I mean, the the math on this is that, like, so if they were able to cut down as much as demand asked for and they were allowed to cut down that much, that's fine. But then when demand increases by 30% and you're not allowed to cut down more, mm-hmm. then, then I don't know, that makes sense to me. Yeah, you can only cut down so much in a year. And I, I've only heard that indirectly. I've not heard that from my sources as much as the, um, the rumor mill. As the other things I've heard from actual sources. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's 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 shortage driven. It's supply and demand driven. But mm. and so people are like, well, somebody, somebody is screwing somebody. Yeah, f- probably, probably somebody it's somewhere actually, is screwing somebody. It's like, not yeah. somebody is probably everybody. It's not completely innocent. It's not no. like it's not like you can. It's the guys who cut down lumber are charging what they charge because they can. Yeah. It's, that's how economics works. It doesn't, it's, people are like, oh, how come, how come gas prices spike when the oil's way down? Well, because somebody's deciding to make money at some point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's not, it's not an elastic uh, type commodity. No. People, yeah, elastics are very stable price point. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to know what the most stable price point of anything in the world is? Yes. Milk. Cocaine. Oh yeah, it hasn't changed in price since 1980. That's there should be. That's wrong. No, nope, they should true. change that. <laughs> they should change that. Have they adjusted for inflation? No, it's it's actually the same price. Hundred bucks is a hundred bucks. Yep. Oh, that's the best deal going right now. That's right. We should buy cocaine. <laughs> we should buy lumber. It's worth way more. <laughs> it's worth way more. <laughs> the resale on lumber in the black market's way. Listen, bigger. there's not a single TV show about lumber guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, could you imagine log building guys like guys that lumber. build houses and stuff? There's those guys, but yeah, like Narcos is a pretty good show. Yeah, yeah it's all it based is. around some cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> well, we had some good TV happen this morning. We could have filmed and put that out. Um, <gasps> Son of a gun, TC Dex. Even talk about it. <laughs> I wasn't going to. I was just going to leave that little feeler there. TC Dex says problem with shipping as well, right? And so we keep forgetting to mention this too. But like, and this didn't affect just lumber. This was everything. Like ship freight last year was wild. Mm-hmm. Um, Should have had watermelons because it wasn't just lumber that went up. Like like shortage in supply last year it was everything, mm-hmm. and everything that's anything gets has to get moved from one place to another. Mm-hmm. And so the trucking industry, like they were <laughs> cashing in because they were shorted. They could, you know, they could drop a load and pick somebody else up for twice the price if they wanted to. Is like who's yep. willing to pay to get this stuff to move? So yep, it spiked sure. too. So there's that, and like I said, there's ten things that have. Contributed to this, mm-hmm. but speaking of which, have you heard about this? What's happening in the Suez Canal right now? Yeah, I have. So, was it on TikTok? No, no, nope. I haven't well, seen it. Well, probably is. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's on TikTok. Wait, wait, I haven't seen it. I don't know what's going so, on. So, I don't read the news because I'm so sick and tired of hearing about the COVID. Oh, this has nothing to do with. COVID. I know, but that's what I was always on every news story, mm. and so now I've completely stopped watching the news. Like totally, I don't have any. I have no source of news. Do you see the irony in what you just did right there? We were talking about something completely different, and you brought up made COVID. this about COVID, <laughs> complaining about the media doing nothing but bringing up COVID all the time. Like the news. Like I was just news. trying to be like the Wade news. Wade is the news. I'm yeah. the news now. Uh, Shane, lead with your story. <laughs> okay. Tell the people. Well, in estimate today, it's Ohio 63. <laughs> the... Suez Canal, I think it is, right? In Panama. In, yeah. yeah. And so it it uh there's a there's a boat stuck there. You know like that scene from Austin Powers? <laughs> what? Where he gets like stuck? Yes. It's like that. Somebody did that with a t- 
tanker. With a huge tanker. A loaded they tried ship. tried to turn it around. Almost for sure, those were the guys that were moving oil from BC over to New Brunswick. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't it wasn't oil because it's all sea cans, shipping containers on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, so it tried to turn. Is that how it got stuck? I believe so. Why would you turn around in the canal? Oh, know. sh. Wrong turn. They were going the wrong way. I gotta go back. Yeah. It's the Maybe next. Come on, wait. You never take the wrong canal. turn before. <laughs> they were like driving down the Pacific, and it was like this one. No, oh. no, no, no. It's the next oh, one. Oh, forgot one. my wallet. Damn. Forgot my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> I can make it, guys. Don't. I can make it. So this thing, this thing is wedged right now. Like yeah. as we speak, is sideways in the dam canal. Is as, that increasing the lumber prices too? No, but it could increase. Everything shipping else. Costs. So yeah, shipping costs are absolutely going through the roof. <gasps> high winds cause it says Keel Russell. High winds are oh, there you go. so that might be the answer. I haven't looked into it to see why. I just know that it came up on a call I had today with one of my reps from one of my railing manufacturers mm. that does ship stuff, and he's like, I don't think it's going to affect our product. But have you heard about this? And I was like, I did see it, but I haven't looked up to read the whole like what happened. But basically, now there is shipping ships, as they call them, ships. Uh, shipping ships on either <laughs> side of the ship. canal waiting wait oh it's a big backup big backlog of ships just floating out in the sea waiting to get access to the canal because this thing has so and on top of that scissored itself in the canal messed it all up so. on top of that for Canada there's a port strike in Montreal so like mm. so things coming from like Europe over the Atlantic yes would normally go through Panama if they wanted to avoid the shipping strike yeah and land in Vancouver now they can't do no it. No dice. Not no allowed dice. to. Boy, it's not good. It's not good It's not good. This is a very not good situation. I think we should go down and help push. <clears throat> and China's buying all the containers. We can't. And China's buying the containers. Because if we go down there and then we come back, we can't work for a week or two. Mm. Oh, just the worst. Oh, dang. But Bryce wants us to get off the floor pretty much entirely anyways. So, yeah. yeah. Seems like a pretty good I'm going to lock all the doors. Pretty good system. So I don't know what the fallout's going to be. That that shouldn't affect lumber, but it, it'll affect other things potentially, mm-hmm. How depending how backed up that is. At yes. least supply of things, right? Shipping is, yeah, that's right. Shipping is certainly driving the cost up of yeah. everything. And that's that'll be continued a continued issue through the year. So <laughs> now w- what people are wondering... <laughs> to, yes, it is. Yeah. It's not <laughs> on Eric Turry's fault. So, the, yeah, he Eric's from Montreal area. So he says it's not his fault that the... The port. The port is on strike. The port unions. But it's really funny that you said you said I said it that they were on strike, and my immediate thought was, it's Eric's fault. It's Eric's fault. That's what I thought. That's right. So. Yeah. Uh, so what are you supposed to do about lumber prices? People are. I got a funny text today. It was a customer from last fall who's doing a good sized deck. I've I've helped him from start. So the finish, and last year he decided he's going to buy all this stack decking because we had it on sale at the time, at the end of the year. Bought all the decking, but he said, I'm not going to buy my lumber yet. It's too too high. I'm going to wait wait it out and buy it in the spring. Good call. And so I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. Wait. I just like, it's, I, I don't think it's going to go down, but feel free to wait it out and see. So I got to text him today being like, well, that, w- that kind of burnt me, I guess. Hey, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but can I get yeah. an updated quote? Well, that's the thing. If he gets it done, that's what I said to him. I said, Get it in right away. Get your quote into the Saskatoon store. Pull the trigger really quick because April first it goes on a bu- up a bunch. Right now you're you're no worse off than you were last fall, mm-hmm. but you're not saving a bunch. But get on it. And so uh, yeah, those that tried to wait it out, if they act fast, they're not going to be 
any worse off or better off, but they'll be mm-hmm. just like even. And if they wait six more days, they'll be swearing. So do you think that like the lumber price even talk is like really spurring all of these people to come in? Oh, certainly. Yeah, some of it for sure. Like I think there's a, why are we so busy? I think there's a few things at play. One is that. So one I think is just the, the do I call this natural now at this point? The natural like pandemic surge. Mm. Of of That's home renovations, surge. right? You heard it here first. We folks. call this the second wave of the renovation <laughs> industry. Yeah, but that's obviously triggered something last year that's continuing into this year. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that lumber prices didn't come down and are only looking like they're going up is causing some people act that care about that. And I think probably one of the biggest things too is that like it's been beautiful out uh, weather wise mm-hmm. for us in March. Like we've had a really we had a pretty mild winter overall, and an early spring. In, uh, so so that certainly is helping too. Yeah. But certainly there's a lot of people that are walking in that are saying like, I want to get this done before the end of the month because they've heard our messaging. Right? Yeah. Uh, now, what does this mean after April 1st? Well, prices are going up. Does that mean like, this is such a gamble with everything. New right? trucks for everyone. Yes. Yeah. So does that mean like <laughs> what some, what the odd person inevitably, inevitably is going to think is like, oh, it's going up again. I'll wait again. That will, well, how did that work out the first time? Like, Anybody in the industry right now, and I talked to a lot of them, we talked to a lot of them, nobody's expecting this to come back down. I've been waiting for gas to go down since 1987. <laughs> yeah, that's the year I was born. And so will it soften and will prices come down from what they're going to be in April? Yeah, probably at some point a little tiny bit. Mm-hmm. But I think that's like maybe a short soften through the winter. And is then this continue. The, this is years long. This is the new norm. This like, is closer to the norm. Like OSB cost fifteen dollars, and now it costs fifty five. You're like the new normal might eventually be forty five, but it ain't fifteen. No. In like, it is. What? It's not going. Why, back are, you, why are you shaking your head? I was nodding oh, with Shane. Okay. It was like okay. I agree. It's and right. people are getting people are mad 30, about it. Thirty five to forty dollars a sheet. That's what it's going to cost. It's. It is frustrating, <clears throat> but to turn the to flip the switch on this and say like, if you were selling your vehicle secondhand and you could sell it for $25,000 mm-hmm. today, and maybe that car for some reason before used to sell for 18, but for whatever reason, the spike has gone up. Maybe a house is a better, in better a analogy. House? house Cause those do fluctuate. If you could yeah. sell your house today for $400,000 and two years ago, you could have sold it for 250, but there's been a surge. Are you going to willingly sell it for 250? Or three fifty? No, you're gonna sell for as much as you can get for it. Mm-hmm. Well, most people like look at most people. When you buy your house, that's usually the price you want to try and get back. Yeah. Regardless of what's happened in the market, it doesn't matter what it used to be. You're gonna sell it at market prices, and yeah. market prices are on lumber are not going back to what they were in 2019. Mm-hmm. It ain't happening. So it's a risk. Now, we what say you, this all the time too. Like the good news story is that composite decking. Aluminum railing, that stuff hasn't seen the increases that the other stuff has. That's been fairly stable. There maybe have been minor year-over-year increases, but that's normal. There's lots of plastic bags. Lots, lots of... <laughs> and they, less and less right now. If they can yeah. figure Everybody's out how to make this to stuff the... out of masks. Yeah, yeah, right? That's the next step. Then we all win. But at the end of the day, if you're building a composite deck with aluminum railing, um, you know, if your deck's $10,000 with the materials... Only 1,500 of that is lumber in the first place. Yes. So if it goes up 30%, we're talking about instead of it being 1,500, it's now 1,950 or $1,900. So it's it's a $400, $500 increase, not 
3000 on the whole cost of the project. So right. is this worth uh, freaking out about? No, like save, but save the four or $500. Why not? But it's not like the entire project is going up in that cost. And the guy that's installing it isn't charging more as of April 1st. I mean, it can't be once, but, mm-hmm. it, but that's not increasing yeah. either. So like, it's not affecting the entire, um, it's not affecting the entire industry of costs unless, unless everything in your project is lumber. Oh, you're right. So if you're getting a if wood If you're doing deck, a completely wood deck. Wood fence. Or right. a garage package. Right? Like lots of people are doing those. Not from here, but like a garage package is significantly different now because there's not a whole lot to the garage other than. Yeah. Lumber. It's all lumber. A little bit of vinyl siding or something and some shingles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So does this like cause a. But like a, a house. in the house. A house. Like it's a little oh, bit yeah. more money. I think. Uh. The contractor that was downstairs, Brad, he told me that he thought his house would be $20,000 more to build right now than it was last year. What's the context? How much was the house? Uh, they were around three hundred. Okay, like so like an 8% increase or something. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we're looking at, there's a comment there that says lumber prices were pretty high in 2000, 2007, 2008. And yeah, it's a commodity. It goes up and down all the time. However, oh like, boy. look at this chart here he's got. Lot more ups than downs. Can the lately, people see that? Like. No one can see this yet. No. Well, you should be able to see it, you guys. It's really good. <laughs> this is just this year. Yeah. Oh. So there's the soften as we went into the winter there. See that? It softened a bit. And it, well, yeah. There's there 10 go. years ago. <sighs> there's 25 years. Oh, so never. Pretty never. stable over the last 20 years before this happened, but. but Ni- 1996, it was still high. Yeah. 2004. Four. It's a little high there, but still, it's been going up. Yeah. What's the What's the spike? Back a little bit. Back. What's this one? In two thousand eighteen, spiked a bit in uh, April of two thousand eighteen. And so, what's what are you doing there? It's per thousand board feet, right? Mm-hmm. USD per thousand so, board feet. Yeah, it was six. So in twenty eighteen, it was six hundred dollars per thousand. And for context, right now it is sitting at nine hundred and seventy-three dollars per thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. So new normal. New normal. New normal yeah. is going to sit normal. around eight hundred. I bet. It'll, yeah, it'll be, be in this guess. like. Yeah, it'll probably be at the six hundred range. Yeah. I think it'll be. At but there's also the natural inflationary price adjustments every year that seem to happen. So it's like you can you can sit here and wait for the lumber price to soften a little bit at some point. But in that time, if you're, if we're talking two years, if you're like, ah, we'll wait and build our deck in two years from now. Well, in that time, there's a good chance that the composite aluminum goes up 5% per year. Mm-hmm. Yep. And 5% on the composite aluminum twice is going to be more dollars to your project than 30% of lumber would be. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's, that's the expensive part of the project. So a smaller increase hurts more there in dollars and cents. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not in percentages. Right. Yeah. So like Westrom says, so customers are accepting these increases. We, the retail seem to be the ones worrying, which I, I, I totally yeah. agree with him. It's yeah. like, you're going to get a little pushback, but those people are going to push back regardless. They're not like, so that's the thing that I don't know if they're even actually pushing back. They're just commenting on it. Mm. Same as when it snows in October, they right. walk in and they're like, well, snowed. Mm-hmm. And th- that's it. It's just a comment. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> for us, more people are purchasing now than ever before. Right. In March. Mm-hmm. 
and they're talking about it, they're like, oh, man, these prices are high. Swipe. Exactly. Yeah. It's really expensive. But we've also not Swipe. been like, we've also, because we haven't increased yet, we haven't maybe seen the pushback yet because we haven't put tons of quotes out there, but okay, you're going to get some quotes. Nobody's going to touch my price. <laughs> oh, the new button. But the reality of the situation is right now we're, we're a, we're a good price yeah. on lumber right now. Yeah. So. Anyway, it is what it is. It's a conversation that's like, it's, it's in the industry. It's in the industry. That's what the industry's talking about. Um, did you also hear, you should Google this too, because I haven't read into this a whole bunch, but the, this resins plant in Texas. Mm-hmm. Westrom knows about this. He was Yeah, about maybe it. Mark Westrom from Westrom Lumber here, he's in the chat, can fill us in and about a, a little bit about this too, because it'll affect him more than us probably, because he does buy paint and late, uh, like a caulking and, and OSB and whatever else. Yep. So here we go. Texas ice cold shutdown resins operations. So I heard that- the roof collapsed. I heard that the roof collapsed from snow. In this place. Yeah. So if that's because true. You, you wouldn't build in Houston for snow loads. But <laughs> yeah, not typically. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not uh, for that. So this plant, I don't know what the plant's called, but from what I've heard is that this plant employs something like, like thousands of people. It's a massive operation. Yeah. Wasn't it? Uh, and what they do is they make resins and bonding agents that go into everything. Yeah. Paints, caulking, uh, it was OSB. Dow, it was Dow Corning plant, I thought. Potentially composite decking, which is people are wondering, is it going to affect composite decking? Because there's bonding agents in there. And so basically anything that this uh, plant produces is in all these building materials. And they're yep. expecting shortages now because of this, because um, this plant got shut down. First, because of power issues, the power issues, the grid issues that Texas was having, and then snowstorm collapsing the roof in. And so that, I don't know what, I, I've been explaining to this that there's basically like three of these companies that make these manufacturers. This one's by far the largest and it's like the capacity went to zero because they couldn't right. operate without a roof. Yep. And so hard to do that. I know your dad owning a lumberyard out of town, small town lumberyard was trying also to Also had buy, no roof for a little bit. Also had no roof. He was trying to buy paint, caulking and that stuff and can't right now. Like, Correct. I can't get it because yep. they can't make it because- the mm-hmm. additives that go into it are not being produced. Yep. So what's that going to mean? Well, also the resin they use in OSB. Yeah. Probably the fifty dollars can of paint you had might be eighty bucks pretty soon. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because there won't be much out there, and it's going to be like, well, what can we get for it again? Yep. Also, one of the resins they use in to make OSB. Yep. And so that's, I don't know if that's part of the reason why OSB's seen recent further increases, or if there's more yet to come. More to come. My Stay guess, tuned. There's my guess more is come. that's a pretty recent development. Like the last couple weeks, there's probably more to come yep. as far as OSB goes. I Do like you think we're going to see $100 sheets of OSB? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think we'll see that. But um, I like Westrom's description. If it's sticky or plastic. Major delay. Comes out of there. Yeah. Caulking, <laughs> tapes, food grade plastics, etc. What's the comment down a little bit more from Forceman's Finest decks? Seems, seems like everything is spiking. Maybe the money is becoming less valuable yeah justin bucks oh. uh, and now tc decks huh that's why i couldn't find any construction adhesive yep i'll be part of it too like yeah adhesives like anything like you said anything that's sticky or plastic yep is going to be affected by that so uh if anybody's looking to start up a business uh here resins and bonding agents right now or sticky things yeah. in high demand yeah it sounds like so. like 75 percent of most like plastics were shut down and like 
some epichloridin production was 100% offline. For how, as a backup or how long? That was as of February 23rd. Oh boy, that's, that's a little like bit longer a month than ago. That was a month ago it's been going on. But still. Yikes. They're saying like the, the power really destroyed, like, and the power went out too in a lot of those places, so. That's the thing. The power going out is probably a bigger issue than the roof caving in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can clean up the roof and maybe put something temporary in place and keep going. But if you have no power, mm-hmm. like there's how many generators you need to put on site to run that operation? Like that'd be a big operation. I so, guess I would have thought that the power outage would have been less of a big deal. Like you just flip a switch and then get it back on at some point. But their power outages were like lines were down, right? Like their, the infrastructure failed. Their yeah. infrastructure it was failed. Not a, it was not like... And Texas has a like, like a windstorm blew a line off pole. It was like a big thing. Texas has like a weird power structure in terms of companies that well, own it's, it. And it's all completely independent, isn't it? They can't it's like all they can't borrow power. Like they're all self sufficient in their power. So when their shit goes down, it's not like they can be like, Hey, New Mexico, can you They can, they just gotta pay for it. Yeah. Right. And then everybody else has to pay for it. Capitalism. It's yeah. capitalism. It works really well. It does actually. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Welch, 789, imagine what lumber will do if there's forest fires really bad again this year. God, I hadn't even like... Yeah, because forest fires happened last year. I haven't thought about Why that yet. Why you got so much negative energy in here? It's part of it too. It's absolutely going to happen because it doesn't ever rain here anymore. Mm-hmm. In, the, in the world? Doesn't yeah. rain in the world? Doesn't rain in the world anymore. Okay. But now you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems to have been fairly dry in Canada for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Right? I agree. So, so <laughs> what... <laughs> Exactly. Western Lumber. Welch, you're a ray of sunshine. <laughs> yeah. Um, God, I don't want to, th- I don't want to think about that. Like that's change of plans. What could happen? Order some more happens. lumber. And like, that's becoming a pretty common occurrence too. Like massive yep. out of control forest fires every year. Mm-hmm. It's because we're not, like, is it because we're not allowed to do controlled burns anymore? They've, they've all but eliminated the idea of doing controlled burns. And so now we just have uncontrolled burns. Mm-hmm. Right. There's like a little yeah. bit to that. People didn't want guys like running around burning stuff in the forest. And it was like, you can't burn the forest down. And the forestry industry was like, we have to burn some of it. Yeah, otherwise, we got to burn a little. Otherwise, we'll lose the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then yep. we lose the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Finally. I wasn't going to bring it up until somebody else did in the chat. You were waiting. So part of the answer to what do we do? And this is like, this helps our world. Only decking world. Only you can prevent forest fires, Jane. I don't live and Smokey the Bear. I don't live within <laughs> I don't live within a day's drive of a forest. I am not <laughs> a cause nor am I the solution to forest fires. Um, steel framing is a solution for decks. Now yeah. like I said before, I don't think people should get scared away on on a deck, on a on a deck from lumber because it's it's not a significant portion of the cost of the overall project. But what is really intriguing now is the option of doing steel framing and not using wood at all mm-hmm. because yeah. there was always a good reason to do that. Yep. It stays true and flat. Mm-hmm. Like that's the biggest reason it's going to last as long as the comes of decking you're putting on it. That's the biggest reason. Yep. Um, our friend Scott Kelly from precision construction was recently featured on the decorators pro certified pro spotlight. Mm-hmm. And in that video he talks about, cause they only use steel frame now. And he's like, yeah. I just, he's like, I just, I'm not even capable of understanding why you would put a product on your deck that's going to last your lifetime and then putting it on a frame that's going to last 15 years. 
And yeah, that part doesn't make sense a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a budget decision. You wouldn't build a house that way. You wouldn't put on siding on the house and be like, I'm going to put on the siding that's going to last forever and then put it on a, a frame that's going to crumble within 10 or 15 years. That doesn't make any sense. Like we use wood in house framing because it's protected from the elements. It's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like it is protected, but yeah. outside lumber is not. So you use treated, but it doesn't last forever. It's still exposed. Yep. Steel gives you an equal, if not longer lifespan than the stuff you're putting on top. Like that makes sense. Yep. And in 25 years, if for some reason the composite has eventually failed or you want to change it up, you the frame's still fine. Like it's, right? You could reuse it again. I know you haven't been on the floor a lot, but this year I've had a lot of people that have come in and told me their wood frame is still fine too. Mm-hmm. The, my wood frame yeah. is fine. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good. It's only 13 years old. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I kicked it and it still seemed kind of solid. It's a little bit soft. People. So, yeah, I, I think steel framing is a, is a real uh, alternative, I'll say. It's not the solution to this, but it's an alternative and certainly a, a better alternative than it has been in the past because it's all, it's all pros. Yeah. The only con before was price. Mm-hmm. It was four, five times more than treated lumber was before. And so that was a big gap for people, mm-hmm. even though it is the, the cheapest part of the deck, like the framing is the lowest color. It was still a big jump. But now with lumber prices going up, steel prices coming down, I shouldn't say steel prices coming down because they're also going up, mm-hmm. but steel deck framing products have come down in the last couple of years yeah. mm-hmm. to the point where they're converging on each other, these price points. And now I like I, it sounds it sounds like it's almost impossible to put like a multiplier between them because it just depends a lot on the size of the deck and the spans of the deck. Yeah. But it's certainly getting a lot closer. And so now it's a real conversation. Yep. Lumber is way up. And we've been having also the conversation for years about how the quality of lumber has been decreasing because yep. it's being harvested at a younger age, so it's not as dense, so therefore it doesn't last as long. Yep. So that's happening at the same time. Now steel has a legitimate product out there through, you know, Fortress Evolutions. I would say that's the leading one by far. Mm-hmm. Then you do have other guys looking at it like Bailey and like mm-hmm. Trek's discontinued theirs, so that's gone. Um, so, but this is a real option now. And it doesn't sound like it's going to cost a whole lot more than lumber. Nope. Right? We need to sell one. The analogy of the yeah. $10,000 deck before and the framing was 1500 and now the frame is going to be 2000 if it's wood. And so the f- steel might be, what, 2500 3000 So we're talking like on a $10,000 deck, it goes from ten to ten five or eleven. Yeah. I don't know, man. That sounds like a pretty decent upgrade to me. Mm-hmm. Especially if you were then also going to take your lumber and tape it and spend $200 on tape to hide the tape to protect the lumber to make it last longer. And you were going to do fascia boards around the outside to hide the lumber. And this stuff's powder coated black, so maybe you don't have to do the fascia either. Like, yeah, you, you did, might be able to find an even point. Yeah. Yeah, if you did the Bailey steel, you'd want to put fascia on still. Yeah, because it's bare steel. Yeah. Because it's like it's bright, shiny. Yeah. But what are, whatever happened to those guys who put magnets in the boards? They, they could come back. Oh. They could come back. This could be a real solution for them. Oh, we were just too ahead of the they game. Were too ahead of the <laughs> game. I wonder if they still exist. We should look that up. We should buy into them. So funny. <laughs> so funny. Don't. <laughs> you could change your boards every week. <laughs> so not to not to like make this a steel steel episode again, but uh, you it's, gotta like shovel your deck. You just grab the end of the board. <laughs> <Just> link. <laughs> Whip it up. Back down. <laughs> Comment. Uh, what's he saying? 
Fortress building products, Canucks. Is that worth saying a lot? I don't know what he's saying, but let's say Fortress FPP Canuck. Yeah. Go ahead. He wants to stay on a chat, but he's seriously he's heading to training session for a group of contractors that are wanting to move to steel. We'll be interested in how this conversation rolls. Yeah. Is that ours? No. Nope. We are going to be doing a steel training episode. Prob- like this podcast will get posted after that happens. So yep. that's no, <laughs> no yep. help. But um, who's on? For those people that are in the live chat right now from Instagram, we are going to be posting. Did you, has a date been nailed down yet? No. We're going to be posting uh, online Zoom training on Fortress Evolution steel framing. We have a bunch of training up there right now. If you go to tuds.ca slash train, we have training programs set up on the 29th, 30th, 31st. It'll probably for be. For things like Inlight and yep. Trex and like all the brands of decking and stuff. And then we've also added a Fortress Evolution steel framing that'll get posted right away. Yeah, for sure. And so if you're interested in learning more about that, we'll get to spend an hour with Jason from Fortress teaching us all about that. So I like, I'm pumped for that one. Mm-hmm. The rest of the, the ones that we're doing, I feel like I'm really well versed in. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I need to watch the Trex one because like I will, but I don't feel like I'm going to learn much in it. Mm-hmm. The Fortress Evolution steel one, I am all ears. Yeah, like I'll actually good. pay attention to that one. <laughs> I Whoa. won't do emails on the side while I'm like following through. So sign up for that if you haven't. Uh, TC Dex, is it too personal of a question to ask you how your margins compare from steel to treated lumber? Uh, yes. Yeah, it's a personal. It's not like you're asking. <laughs> too personal. It's not like you're asking if I've got a growth between my butt crack. That's <laughs> like. Sure, I'll show you. It's right here. That's called a tail, Shane. Do you remember? Do you remember? <laughs> mm-hmm. You will remember. You already know where I'm going with this. Do you ever have you ever listened to Dave Chappelle? Yeah, Brace, obviously. Yeah. Do you remember his old uh, skits that he talks Sorry. about, like personal information about voting? Politics? No, I don't remember that one. Do you remember the day when politics used to be something you didn't talk about? When it was like you, it was offensive to ask somebody how they were going to vote. Can we go back to that? <laughs> yeah. So it used to be, he was talking about how different, like different races. Yeah. view politics and like he was saying that typically white people would not talk about who they were going to vote for mm-hmm. but he said growing up in like Dave Chappelle's black African American and it was in his community they talked about it it was like no big deal I'm voting for this person I'm voting for that person they didn't care where he grew up he said so anyways yeah. the skit was super funny because it the was the skit like, was yeah skit was somebody asking their <laughs> their dad like a little kid like who are you going to vote for this year, dad? And like, or maybe a buddy asking a buddy. And the dad's like, or the friend's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. A little personal, don't you think? Anyways, <laughs> let me get back to my story about doing my wife. <laughs> like, it was like, it got really vulgar. It was like people back then were willing to share the bedroom details, but yeah. don't ask me who I'm going to vote for. Jesus, I wish we'd go back to that. I'm sick of seeing that shit all over Don't Facebook. ask me about my margins on steel framing. Right, too personal. So anyways, Jeez. I've got this welt on the side of my... <laughs> Uh, no, so I don't know. I don't really know how to answer that because we like, we're going to price it with similar margins. I don't know if that's what it's supposed to be, but I think most products in the building material industry all get margined roughly the same anyway. Mm -hmm. Like nobody's, nobody's killing it with margins on anything. Well, I'm assuming that steel will get the same kind of margin treatment that lumber did or wood or whatever. Yeah. So often when we talk about margins, um, people get kind of caught up in the idea of margins, uh, with more expensive products you can usually run a smaller margin because they are more profitable Mm -hmm. and so you make more money on expensive things and so i would imagine that we would probably have a lower margin on steel than we will on lumber for probably a few reasons there will be less like fall down there'll be no cull 
mm-hmm. right? He won't yeah, have any waste. She's like, steel. oh my gosh. <clears throat> Think about that one. Yeah, that'd be really good. <laughs> so you can you can afford to be a little bit slimmer because you don't have as much fall down. Certainly there will be damage. No doubt one of our guys will drive over a pile of it with a forklift. And that will happen. And yeah, that but that would happen really either way. Correct. But when you break your steel, it's going to be way more expensive to replace than okay. if you yeah. drive over a bunch of wood. So anyways, hopefully the guys will treat it a little bit better so you can margin it a little bit lower. And also, it's more expensive. So when you sell it, it'll be more profitable. Mm-hmm. So you'll still kind of pull the same amount of money out of it, even if you have, you know, 10 less, 10% mm-hmm. less margin on it than you mm-hmm. would on lumber. So It's my, more weatherproof too. Yep, that's right. Yeah. So my guess would be that it'll will likely margin it slightly less than wood, but it would be it'll still be more profitable than wood. So yep. So I think now Westrom, you, you got anything to add to that? He's still worrying about how he's gonna get paint. Paint. Sticky things. <clears throat> uh anything else to add, Bryce? Like this conversation has been going for a while and I, I don't think so. Like, if anybody else has any other questions for the live chat, feel free to fire them in there right now because I don't know that we have much more to say on this topic, but I think the, uh, I think we're going to, like, we're obviously about to see a shift in our messaging. We've been talking a lot. People have been letting me know that we're talking a lot about it. Like, oh, what's next? Uh, what are you going to tell me? Lumber prices are going up again? Like, yeah, I know I've said it a lot, but you're here buying it. So did you want to know or did you not want to know? Exactly. <laughs> you know, like, I could right? just do it, not yeah. tell you. I could just stay quiet and sell it to you in April for 30% more if you'd like. Yeah, we should have done that. Mm. <laughs> like, that from our own personal standpoint, would have been a better thing for us to do. Trucks for everyone. But, um, so that's a, that question came out of nowhere. That has nothing to do with what we're talking about today. <laughs> but it was just in the top line chat. It just came down like all the other comments do. So <laughs> yeah, so that it happens. It wasn't right out of nowhere. It was exactly where I thought that <laughs> well, I know, right out of left from, field. I know the technicalities <laughs> of where it came from, Wade. Uh, Infinity Co., asks what's the tightest radius you have bent trex so if he's talking about trex specifically then we have done a four foot that worked out pretty well but it was was only in a test environment we never actually installed it but we got it down to a four foot radius pretty good there was only a little bit of wrinkling on the inside of it i think from people that have done a lot of installs with it they have said that seven to eight (laughs) feet is about as tight as they go with trex and I know that when we hit that four feet, we sent that to Jason Russell and we're like, we did it. And he's like, that's crazy. I've never that's seen that. That's crazy. Like, he was yeah. like, that's that's really impressive. Uh, I don't feel like you'd be able to pull that off super cleanly many times to go that tight with Trex. Now, mm-hmm. if we're talking PVC, then, just, yeah. Here comes a quick humble brag. Nope, yeah. I wasn't even going to mention that it. one. But Let's I'm, hear it. I'm just saying you can get pretty tight with that stuff. Tell so, the people. No, I don't want to. There's 12 of them. They're How dying tight? to know. How tight? Well, okay, you twisted my arm, I'll tell you. It's game time. Let's go. Uh, Somebody, who was it? Lux Outdoor Living, Lux Outdoor something, tagged us in a post today that they bent a PVC Mm -hmm. board. It wasn't a full circle, but a horseshoe shape down to a six and a half inch radius. Looked like a skateboard. Yeah, that's, that's that's an impressive bend right there. Yep. So that is about as tight as I've seen it go. Um, We've done the full circle. Which is infinitely harder, by the way, Lux. <laughs> infinitely harder. We don't do half six of gods here. But really, with enough effort and motivation, PVC, you can just about do whatever you want with. Like, if you're willing to burn a few boards and try it, like, You'll we did there. the 11-inch circle, and that t- we burnt some boards getting there, but we got it. We, uh, um, we wrecked four, right? 
four or five. Like we were cutting in We half. were four so 20 foot footers. Boards. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it took eight bore, eight 10 foot boards to do that. Yeah. So, yeah, Trek specific, like any composite, I would say you're probably like, you probably shouldn't get, I wouldn't quote a job that promised any more than about seven or eight feet. In Trek of a radius in Trex or Fibron or TimberTech or whatever. Composite. In PVC, I think like four feet's super easy. I'm not going to say it's achievable. easy, but it's it's for sure workable. We've we've had real easy success with brands like Clubhouse at four feet. Um, struggled a little bit more with a brand like Wolf, but but got it. Just took a little bit more effort. Yep. So it depends. So AZAC is really good for bending. But your need to go that tight on a deck is next to nothing. Like what are you doing on the deck that needs a radius <laughs> that tight? Like we were doing some fancy inlay shit, but that's not, you're not going to do that all the time. But like, I don't even know what the Lux guys were doing with that board. I don't know what the, like. I don't know. Make an horseshoe. Yeah. So yeah, that was just it. Are you going to answer that question? What TC did? What TC Dex asked you? What, who would you guys have voted for, for the U.S. president in 2020? No, I'm going to abstain. <laughs> Isn't it abstain? I don't know. He <laughs> uh, already knows who I would have voted for. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There's no. I think confusion. that was a. I think your options were really shitty that last election. You had there's the, only like, two people. Yeah, but I mean, you had Crazy Trump and Sleepy Joe. Mm-hmm. Like, pick your choice. I think you were sh- you were you were in a you were up Shit's Creek. No matter which way you went on that one. Who do I think would run the country better economically? I think Donald Trump would run the country better economically. Mm-hmm. But he's pretty crass, bra- uh, brazen, and uh, crazy. Mm-hmm. So there's but that's that your job. Too. Is like you're hiring the CEO of your country. Yeah, that's what you're doing. So because up here we've got Trudeau and like I almost I think my 17 year old dog could probably run a better economic fiscal policy than he has. Mm-hmm. So Kanye 2020. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that he's going to release a budget this year? Our guy. Two years it's been since we've seen a budget. That's right. That's what we're doing up here. Spending trillions and not telling anybody what we're spending it on. Mm-hmm. Pretty good, right? How is this guy even in? Capitalism. Nope. Yeah. That's socialism. <laughs> He's in because the yeah. conservatives have had zero leadership. They're, yeah. They have no good leaders. They yeah. can't stop stubbing their toe. They're like, bad at capitalism. They've got a gimme election and they can't, they can't do anything with it. Can't get a guy in there that people like. They can't get Jesus, somebody that you like, vote for. Just pay for a marketer. Do something. That's all you got to do. You should run. Anyway. You should run. Shane should run. You know what? Maybe I will. Maybe I will, you guys. You the Arnold. last leader of the Conservative Party was from Saskatchewan. Yeah, he China. was. And he was too wishy-washy. Not you. Not me. I bet you would be. <laughs> Here's my... You know what? I, I absolutely would be. Somebody's going to go up there and you'd be like... Where's your stance on abortion? And you'd be like, wishy-washy. You should see how tight the <laughs> radius was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about deck boards. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, enough political talk. So there we have it. Uh, do we have any more comments to follow up on? I voted for Tud's Cascade Fence and Deck. Yep. Yeah. <gasps> oh, yes. Who we forgot about that. TC Decks, I know. We're, are we doing beers in the deck Zoom call this Friday? Are we? Can we? We can. Then we shall. I so thought, I, I, I forgot the last podcast we said we were going to do it last week, I think. And somebody messaged us and was like, oh, I missed it. And Wade replied and was like, I think it was you that replied. Mm-hmm. It was like, uh, yeah, it didn't happen. We forgot to put that on. So that was supposed to be this week anyway. Was it supposed to be this week? Yeah, we Did gave we say ourselves it was like, a week. Oh, I okay. see. So this week, uh, Friday at, we're doing five o'clock? Yeah. 
So Friday, five o'clock central. Yep. Um, we're gonna do our first Zoom uh, beers on. What were we calling it? We didn't happy have hour. a name. Beer, like beers oh. on the deck, happy hour. Uh, we should so come we'll do up that with week. the name on Friday. Good idea. Sure. In so let's get that first. Let's one. get that set up. Vote for it. Why don't we get that set up and put it on the training page? Okay. At the bottom of the training page, so people can sign up for it at uh, tuds.ca/train. We'll put it as the bottom one, and that's how you'll get the Zoom link. I'm writing it down now. Okay, and we'll promote that too. That'll be fun. Okay, anything left, boys? Did you fix the outro? Yes. Okay. Uh, oh, now Simon fall comes in right now. Perfect view. He'll have some things to say. Too late. Uh, what you got? Anything? No. I was Good. Just a- <laughs> you look like you're eager to like start something there, but it's just a belch. Okay, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for having this discussion. Uh, we're done talking lumber for a little bit because it's going to get expensive. <laughs> Quiet about it for a bit now. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Now you know what we're about. Check the site, come and shop. UltimateDeckShop.com. Hit us right away for sponsorships. So tell us if you want to collaborate. Let's go. Check us out on any social networks. Thank you for listening.